The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. The NFL Draft is just two weeks away. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the man who overreacts to big-hitting safeties. And with me, as always, is AJ, E.T., and Cam are the greatest safety duo ever, Marchese. You're speaking facts. They actually might be. I don't know. Like, that I, mean, mean, I mean, well, Troy Palmolo and Chris Hope, Troy Palmolo and Ryan Clark. <laughs> but that's one and two, baby. E.T.'s first ballot hall, and I mean, Cam's calling my heart. Yeah, he is. Today, we are going to look at who will be attending the 2019 NFL Draft, break down our top 10 safeties in the draft, and con- continue our divisional NFL Draft preview with the NFC North. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville, maybe. Looking for an Ed or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is over, and all of the tournament is over, but guess what? Sports are still happening, and you know what you can do with those sports, like the NHL playoffs and the NBA playoffs? Well, you can head on down to my bookie. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I'd only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now, my bookie will will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Enter promo code Heaven Twenty Five uh, to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN25 when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, the NFL Draft. Uh, at the time of this recording is... So at the time of this listening is two weeks away. That's better. Makes sense more. Yeah. Uh, and we just found out which prospects will physically be attending the 2019 NFL Draft. But before that, AJ, if you were a top pit prospect, would you attend the draft? Yeah, of course I would. I wouldn't. No I way. Would. I saw what Joe Thomas did, and look at it. He's a Hall of Famer now. Yeah, so, but like, 
I'm too big of a fan of the draft. I have to go, even if I don't get picked. Like if I was no, like, because you don't get Rich Eisen's commentary if you uh, go. Can't hear him. Can I sit at the at the NFL Network desk? I don't know. Is that your family? To me, yeah, they mean more. Yeah. To be honest, then sure. Uh, twenty three prospects will be attending the twenty nineteen NFL Draft. Uh, just a quick run through. Quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Drew Locke, Daniel Jones. Running back, Josh Jacobs. Wide receivers, DK Metcalf and Hollywood Brown. Tight ends, TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant. Offensive linemen, Jonah Williams, Juwan Taylor, Cody Ford, and Andre Dillard. Interior defensive linemen, Quinton Williams, Ed Oliver, Christian Wilkins. Uh, edge rushers, Nick Bosa, Brian Burns, Josh Allen, Montez Sweat. Linebackers, Devin White and Devin Bush. And corners, Greedy Williams and DeAndre Baker. No, no surprises. I'm, I don't know. Who do you think? Does anyone stand out as like I like you really don't think they'll go in the first round? Uh, I can't. I, I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, no, not. I mean, everyone. Has I, a chance I there. think Hollywood is kind of surprising one. He is, but we've seen some talk recently that uh, I don't know. Maybe NFL teams still like him a lot. Another thing is, a lot of the time, I feel like the NFL, uh, like the NFL Network draft media, with their rankings, when it's like kind of like one guy's being plugged heavily, I feel like they know something that we don't. Yeah, Ho- Hollywood uh, falls in that category. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess Baker and Hollywood are the two least likely to go in the first to me. But um, yeah, I agree. I'm I'm surprised DeAndre Baker is there. Um, Brian Burns, even though I think he's a top 10 player, borderline top 5 player, it's just weird that after all this like stuff from big media acting like he's not even a first-round pick, that he yeah. is going. So that makes me think they're just off on that. Yeah, that's good. That, that makes me happy. It's me good too. to see. Um, and I never look into who's not there, like you kind of touched yeah, on. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care at all. You see some stuff on Twitter like, oh, does Haskins think he's really dropping out? Like, no, he's no. spending time with his family. Like, and, and at the pro day, he was unsure. And at yeah. the pro day, he was like, that was before people were acting like he's dropping. So Exactly, yeah. Um, all right, last question here. Who of this group will be the dre- best dressed? Uh. <laughs> give, give me, uh, like, your main pick and a sleeper pick. Okay, uh, I don't. I, I've been thinking about this for weeks. Okay, uh, my my sleeper, Juwan Taylor. That's a good one. That's okay, a good one. He, he cuts some weight. He's slim. He's trim. He wants to show it off. He's gonna go big. Uh, and my uh, my number one pick, so uh, Devin Bush. He's a Michigan man. He knows how to dress. Okay, your pick sucked. <laughs> I can't. It's off the top of my head. Uh, I'm gonna say the best dressed will be. Josh Jacobs or Devin White. Okay. And my sleeper is TJ Hawkinson. But I kind of feel like Nick nah. Bosa might wear something really wild. I mean, the correct answer is Edo and uh, Devin White because they're going to rock cowboy stuff. So Yeah. No, that's why I kind of like backed off the Josh Jacobs one when I thought about Devin White. All right. That's enough of that. That's enough of useless talk about nothing. <laughs> Uh, but I am. Uh, I do appreciate the players who go because it's always fun to see them go mm-hmm. up on stage. Uh, and it's uh, sad when Brady Quinn sits in the green room. All right. We're talking safeties this week. 
obviously, last week we hit the nickels, so you're not going to hear guys like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or Sheldrick Redwine or Amani Hooker, who would definitely be in our groupings here if yeah. the nickel position didn't exist, but it does. So go back and listen to last week if you want to hear about those guys because we like those guys a lot. Yeah. Uh, but we're talking safeties. It's uh, it's a strange strange group in that there's no one – like I don't have a first-round grade in the safety group. Nor do I. Um. But I don't dislike the safety group. I think there's a lot of day two guys who I like. Uh, there's a lot of second round guys that I like. Yeah, like guys, guys who are going to be good starters. I I think. Um, I agree. It's just like I had I have difficulty separating a lot of guys in this group. Which me too. And I feel like coming off last year where we had like if you considered Minka safety and like obviously mm-hmm. Derwin James, it was a really uh, strong group at the top last year. Yeah. Um, and not so much in that way this year. And then, like, even next year we have Grant Delpit, who yeah, might, a, might be a top-five pick. Absolute stud. And, like, watching Juan Thornhill, you know Bryce Hall is going to be a stud, too. Yeah, Bre- Bre- well, he's a corner. I know, I know, but, but I'm just yeah, talking yeah. about... Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall's a freak. Yeah, he's awesome. Bre- Bryce Hall and Grant Delpit are, like, the defensive backs to watch next yeah. year. Um, but, yeah, overall, I, I, I think it's a solid group, and uh, you can get a starter here. I just... Uh, nobody in the, No first-round grades for me, but... Me neither. I, like I still it. like the group. Uh, so who do you think has the highest floor? See, I actually struggle with all of these. I think you can go in a lot of direction for most of them. Like, and I agree. Most. And I, I was kind of thinking as I was doing this that this might end up being our most different list because it's all so close together. Like, the safety group is very clumped together. Like, those top, I think, six guys. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, uh, for highest floor, I went with Taylor Rapp. And I did too. <laughs> and I'm kind of not surprised you did. And yeah. it's it's hard not to. Because of at Washington, just he did so many things. He did so mm-hmm. many things well. He's just you can clearly tell he's got a high football IQ. He always yeah. finishes around the football. Um, he's probably the cleanest. Of he's the... very safe. Yes, I I agree. Like he is one of the safest prospects in the draft. You can read me right about it, that. Uh, and it's, all, it's all a plug. Com. It's yeah, all a plug. Yeah, uh, but. Nope. Yeah, for sure, though. He does everything pretty well. Like, he, he's feisty. He looks, like you said, the IQ is good. The instincts are good. Like, he plays the run well. Like Yeah, he's an aggressive tackler. Um, yeah. I think the only question we have is just that 40 time in his pro day. I think it was a yeah. four seven eight. That's kind of scary, but doesn't. It is. Like, he's obviously not the most athletic guy on tape, but it's he doesn't I, seem like an issue on tape I think either. he had a couple good agility numbers, though. Oh, not. his agility numbers are sweet. Yeah. No, he was. I was. I was looking back at those. I, I think like three nine nine uh, for his shuttle and six eight two for his cone. And, and, and like his sixty, uh, his sixty yard shuttle was really good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like all his uh, agility numbers were sweet. So, I'm, so again, not too worried about that. Yeah. Um. All right. Who do you have with high ceiling? Uh, for high ceiling, I I went with uh, <laughs> my notes are close. This year, Adderley. Yeah, so maybe maybe this won't be our most different uh, day. Oh, I, I didn't think you were gonna go with Adderley. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I thought no. like I thought you were a Thompson guy. Anyways, uh, oh no, 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 no. I think Thompson was a choice here, though. I honestly, it was Nazir Adderley or bust. I I kind of like going. I didn't really these. Too. Like, Rap and Adderley, to me, were, like, the, those are the first names that came to my head and the guys I just mm-hmm. rolled with because it just seemed so correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and with Adderley, I mean, he is physical, he has ball skills, 
We've seen the range in coverage. Like yeah. he can be a stud in a single high situation. He he's got a clean game, but if um everything translates over just just the way he dominated at Delaware. Yeah, that's the concern is the level of competition, right? And like that's it really for me that like he's a very top end single high safety prospect. It felt like every single play he was just involved in there too. And and it's not like the worry of like some single high type safeties. You've got the worry about coming down and, and no, hitting. He, he's and good playing at it. the run, but he 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 loves it. He's a yes. physical guy. That kick return, just to throw that, I've seen a million times, but it's so fun to watch. Um, from the from the single high spot, I think he might be the best in the group at just uh, reading the run game. Yeah, he's, he's just smart, athletic, mm-hmm. ball skills, physical, range. And if it all comes together, I think he can be a Pro Bowl type player. Yeah, like, the, like again, the level of competition is a bit of a concern, but uh, and he didn't take that massive leap that... Some soaked at the Senior Bowl. He didn't stand out overly. He, but. he was injured and put in a bad position. Yeah, like. and it was still a solid week. It wasn't a bad week. Yeah, no, stretch, definitely not. So, but uh, yeah, he he was definitely to me the clear choice there. Uh, who'd you go with with value pick? I don't know much of a value he is. I, oh, I, if it, if it's one of the top six, you're. <laughs> it is one of the top six. That's such a cop out. Fine. Uh, can I go with Malik Ganthan? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's a good okay. pick. All right, I'll go with Malik Gant uh, <laughs> out of Marshall. Like again, another guy that didn't test very well. Um, but I think he, he's a, he's I think he's like in the fourth round. I'll take him. I think yep. he's a really good. Uh, yep, yep, yep. It should be a really solid dude. Like another guy, uh, the football IQ looks high. He's really aware. Uh, the instincts, he, physicality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got what? some nasty in him. Yeah, and then like, he's got good size. Yeah, <laughs> he'll lay some big hits, like he said. Um, always pop behind his bats. Like every time he, he's making contact, looks, like some of these guys, you'll see him like do the occasional big hit. But it feels like Gant's always looking to yeah. separate the man from the ball. Um, I I like that pick for you. I'm glad you didn't pick a top six after I talked to you a little bit. I'm <laughs> it's going to be savage. It's going to be savage. So. Uh, okay, mine is Will Harris from Boston okay. College, who I think uh, there's more hype with his college teammate, uh, Lucas Dennis, heading mm-hmm. into the Boston College season. Yeah. And overall, Harris ended up having a better year. And then the Senior Bowl really kind of built the hype. Um, I love his size, uh, 6'1", 207. Uh, physical, aggra- aggressive guy with range. Um, I think he's an explosive athlete. He's got to clean some stuff up in coverage. But I like the basis to develop him into a, a starting safety. Like I think you you can get a starting safety out of him. I like I don't disagree. Uh, there's definitely stuff to clean up with him though. But um, I think like two two years from now you've got a starting safety in Will Harris if development goes correctly. Yeah, I I think like I think for him it's just like he kind of gets a little flat footed to me. Um, I like when he's turning into run he's kind of doing it late. Um. His run defense is just just mad at me, but I do like him. We'll see where he is in my top ten, or if I, he is in my top. I 10. thought he looked a lot better in coverage at the Senior Bowl mm-hmm. uh, than like I had it was expecting heading in based off uh, yeah, that's what fair. I'd seen. Um, and I just think right system, especially with like we know how athletic he is at that size. Uh, I think there's uh, with correct development, you you get a, a good football player there. Um, okay, who's your sleeper? So it was Malik Gant, but now I gotta improvise. Mine are all like guys who could go undrafted. Okay, I got three. Uh, see, I, I I used to like to keep it safe. My sleeper go with a high end uh, athlete. Okay, you do yours first and let me think. 
Uh, okay, well, I guess this, like I said, three. Uh, Adarius Pickett from UCLA. Mm-hmm. Saquon Hampton from Rutgers. I'm surprised you liked Hampton. I kind of like Hampton, too. Keep going. Uh, and Jayshon Johnson from Texas Tech. Okay. Uh, who'd you, if you had to pick one. Uh, I, To me, I think Pickett's a guy you're going to get undrafted. Yeah. So, like, that value is pretty sweet. I, and I think you can develop him. He is just very physical and in-your-face in the box, even though he's not the biggest guy in the world. I think you're going to get a stud special teamer who's got upside as, a, um, a, a, like, a dime linebacker. Even kind of like what Adrian Phillips is for the Chargers. I think that's something you could look at going forward with Pickett. Um, and then with Saquon Hampton from Rutgers. I'm kind of glad you brought his name up. I, I kind of like him. I think he's going to be a really good special teams dude. I like his size. I like mm-hmm. his uh, physicality. Um, Captain I, I, there at Rutgers. I, I, like, I think you get him late day three. Yeah. And, yeah, like you said, special teams is where he's going to make his money. And I think you can get him on the field and sell packages, I yeah, think. Yeah, I, I think eventually you can get a couple snaps out of him. And, yeah, six one two oh six. It looks good. And then with uh, Jay Sean Johnson from Texas Tech, he's much smaller, 5'10", 185. Um, but he flies. And, like, that sometimes can lead to missed tackles because he's coming in so damn hard. But I just love that he is always looking to take a head off if he can, even though he's a smaller dude. He played some nickel. He played some uh, single high. He, he played down in the box. He kind of played all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just like the versatility and, like, the, the dog in him, I guess. All right, I'll go with a like a guy in the late fifth, early sixth. I'm probably higher, and I'm doing a lot of people. Delvin Randall from Temple. I yeah, I, like uh, I like him too. He was definitely in the conversation for me here. See, like for me, when I first put him on, I, I saw a bit of like a wait and catch tackler, not overly aggressive, just a solid dude. But when the ball's in the air, it was totally different. Like in the passing game was different. Uh, he was going for some big old hits. It, that's that's a weird thing for me because it's it seemed like night and day. Uh, but yeah, I think the instincts are pretty good. The range is solid. It's more off his IQ though, rather than the athleticism. Yeah, um, no, I think that's like if he was an athletic guy, which I don't think he is. No, I think like there, there and there was hype about him uh, earlier in the year. Yeah, but I think everyone kind of figured it, he's not much of an athlete, and that just kind of killed it. Yeah, they use an overhang, like a little bit of nickel, lots deep. I think uh, he's got good ball skills. I think he's going to be a solid special teams here. Me too. Teamer. And I think you can another guy you can get on the field. Yeah. Um, anybody else in that category? No, I, I had to improvise. I like Gant, but I mean, I already used him. Yeah, he's not super. Uh, I know. Well, okay. Sorry, Rob. Uh, I don't know. Hampton is like Hampton's an interesting t- one too. That's why I'm glad you. Uh... All right, I, I get safety sleepers for days. There's a bunch of guys that are going to go undrafted that I like. I don't. Cameron Glenn from Wake Forest. I'm. I'm. I think he's going to be a sweet special teamer. Your boy Andrew Winger is going to be a good special teamer. Yeah, well, no, he's Daniel Sorensen. There's <laughs> I mean, more I, than that for him. I don't mind Winger. I think he's going to be like a, a, like, I think he's going to be a good special teams guy. Me too. He, and he tested pretty well. Yeah, I was impressed. Like four, five, six or something. That's, that's good for him. Uh, okay, who's your wild card? Uh, wild card, I just kept it kind of simple. One with the athletic freak of the group in Juan Thornhill. Uh, blew up the combine. Uh, there's... Some people have talked about him as a corner. Uh, that's weird to me. I mean, really? I, I don't. I don't think it's weird to me. But I mean, that's the wild cardness for sure. His, I did, like. I didn't. I wasn't surprised that he, and he played there, right? Yeah. I know. I, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I'm just saying that's the wild card. Like, if yeah, for a bigger guys, arms aren't super long. 
the wingspan's not super oh, long. I'm just... Oh, he's from Seattle, guys. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'd like Thornhill. Um, I like just, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's kind of like the whole thing with this whole safety group. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I feel like a lot of this year, I'm just not sure where guys are going to go, to be honest. My, my wild card uh, is same idea. No idea where he's going to go because big media loves him so much. And I like him, but t- first round's too rich. And that's uh, Mississippi State's Jonathan Abram, mm-hmm. who we've like seen mocked in the first round by big media people and talked about as the number one safety. And again, I like him a lot, and I think he's absolutely the most aggressive safety in the class. I, I mean, yeah. Like, you put Maybe. on the egg bowl, and Abram's just so fucking good in that game. And uh, he'll take your head off, and he he's like, he's he's a dog on the field, and he's going to shit talk, and yeah. everything a football guy wants in, in a strong safety type. Yeah, um, it's it's old school football guys that like him. But then he went out and like ran a 4 for 4 and... But he's like... His hips are tight on tape. Um, I, I, think, he, I think he's got agility issues. He's... He, Gets over aggressive in coverage, even and yeah, a little can get beat. Um, I don't think he has great ball skills, but like I still like him. It's just he. What I really makes him wildcard in the right situation. He's gonna be such a great fit, and in the wrong one, yeah. I, like you don't know what you're getting at all. I think we both said we kind of love him in, in Indianapolis. Yeah, him and Malik Hooker are gonna complement each other like to perfection. Because like, like while I don't hate him. Like deeper, I think he can cover some deeper routes, uh, but the faster guys are gonna get him. Like you said, the hips are a little bit tight. He can turn around a bit, but yeah, he's definitely best suited to play around the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Um, and then who's your best bet? I went back to Taylor Rapp. That's again. A good one. I think he's just the safest, safest guy. Uh, I went with one of my favorite players in the entire draft, Darnell Savage from Maryland. <laughs> good, I respect that. I like Savage a lot. Me too. He, uh, I think, like with him. You you get the plus side of you, I think you, you can play him as a nickel mm-hmm. if you don't want to play him as a safety. Uh, he can be a box guy. He can play deep. Uh, he's just really great athlete. Yeah, um, really three, fit, six or something. Yeah, really really physical. Yeah, I, I think, think the go ahead. Sorry, like I just think you you're getting a, a guy who wants to be an enforcer but has yeah. all this extra athleticism up up there too. Yeah, and I think his like the instincts are underrated with him too. Mm-hmm. He's a, he breaks he's up a some damn balls. Good football player. I like Savage a lot. Like That's to sweet. me, it would yeah. make more sense if he was the guy being talked about uh, as a first round safety just because of the, how well he tested. I know, yeah. Uh, and I mean the the name you're gonna get some some hype. It's a great that. name. I know. All right. I like I like Savage a lot. Counting down our top ten safeties now. I'm more interested in who you have between ten and seven because uh, we. The top six is pretty not in order in like one order, but like those six guys, you kind of know are the set in stone top six. Ages. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, even yeah, I don't think there's too much in this group. I don't. I have my my toughest spot was the tenth safety. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, who, so who do you have as your tenth safety? Tenth, I have Lucas Dennis. Okay, who that that's who I have at eleven. Okay, I don't love him. He's like a <laughs> yeah. late fifth round guy to me. Uh, but like I said, it's my groupings are weird. Like I've the top six are in the in the second round, all of them for me, and then it kind of slips off. But anyways, yeah, uh, the hype with Dennis, I'm, I'm not I'm not there. Um, like I don't the think stuff there's is, any hype left, really. That's good. I'm glad. Uh, sorry, Lucas. Uh, like the feet are pretty clean. They're quick. Um, like he seems to like 
to hit hard, but he's not a sure tackler. Um, I guess what people are going to like is that he, he's played all over. Like, uh, I think the NC State game, they had him at nickel and corner. Um, other games, he's playing single high the whole time. Um, I don't know. The ball skills aren't that great. I saw him get it in the chest with the ball, drop it. Uh, the coverage skills, they're okay. I don't know. He's just not that good. He's kind of undersized for me. The hype, I think, was just kind of built because of uh, the interception numbers from the previous year. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, like I don't know. When you watch the tape, it's not like his hands are that great or anything. So. No, definitely not. Um, my number 10 is uh, Jaquan Johnson from Miami. He's number 9 for me. Okay. Uh, I like. I don't think he's worth more than like a fifth-round Pick. I, I have him in the mid-fifth, too. Yeah. But I think with him, you're getting a guy who can kind of play either a strong or free spot. So you get a little versatility there. He's not a great athlete, but he's going to no. come up. He's going to hit you. Uh, he'll play the run. I, I don't like his feet that much. I think he's tight in the hips. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I like his instincts. I like his physicality. Um, I like the versatility to play both strong and free. Um, and, and the leadership qualities with him. Yes. And I think that's just, like, kind of an added bonus. Yeah, I, I agree. And, like, the awareness football IQ, they look strong. Um, like you said, he's a, he's a really solid tackler. Lots of One of those guys are, like, just solid tackling, clean it up safety rather than the big PBU guy. Just, like, when the ball's in the air, he's not too quick to react, and that kind of goes back to his uh, athletic limitations. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a guy like, you like. You're going to want him on the team, but... Yeah, I uh, I have him 158th on it's my board, and uh, a Kirk it's a Coleman nice comp for a guy like yeah, yeah. I I think there's a lot, yeah. and uh, I was a big fan of Kirk Coleman at Ohio State. Um, just as a, a guy, he's gonna make your team. He's gonna play in the NFL yeah. for a while, like not a, a super high level I or agree. anything, but you can trust him in certain roles. Uh, okay, so he was nine for you. Nine for me is I where I have Marquise Blair, who you had with the corners last week. Um, uh, he, to me, he probably is better suited to be a corner. We talked about that last week, just with mm-hmm. what he does well versus what, what he doesn't do well. Um, I like his fluidity a lot, uh, solid athlete. I like his build and his length. Um, he, he, yep. he, he's a willing tackler. Um, and I think, I, I 146 <laughs> on my board with the Medeo uh, Williams comp, um, I like. I think you've. I think that's fair. And like, like, like going back two weeks. Um, like you said, he's a good tackler. I think he can hit hard, but he's a good tackler for a corner to me. Not not a great tackler for a safety. Um, and yeah, like I mentioned a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, better. He's better in coverage when he knows where he's going. Like just manning on what rather than center fielding. Yeah. That that's yeah, pretty much. He doesn't um, have great instincts. And I just think his what. skills translate better to corner. And yeah, he, he could be a developmental guy for sure. I mean, either way, you're getting a. A solid athlete that you can develop in six one one ninety five. Like uh, I like I like Marquis Blair. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Number uh, eight. Number eight, eight for me is Willie Gant from Marshall. We talked about him already. Um, hey. Finish your drink. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I think we just both like his physicality and his instincts. And you're going to find a role for a guy who's got that in today's NFL. Like. At least as a, in a mm-hmm. some like, dime, you, like dime you've seen linebacker the speed type issue, position, a long speed at least show up. But like when he's coming down uh, downhill, there's no issue. Mm-hmm. He's fast. He's getting to the ball carry. He's cleaning that shit up. Um, exactly. 
And, and yeah, and I think he can he'd be, be a really good. And like, monster like I said, I, I, like you're not going to leave him in single high, but like if you keep him close to the line of scrimmage, uh, let him work the shallow and intermediate routes, play the run game. I think it's just going to be help, helping your team. Yeah, I have um, uh, 130 first on my board uh, with the Trey Boston Um, comp. Yeah, I think so. Fourth round's his sweet spot. Uh, Number seven is Will Harris, Uh, your guy from Boston College. I have him where? The late late third. I don't mind Will Harris. I think he's pretty good. Um, We seem pretty on par with this safety group. Yeah, because I'm just copying you. What don't you get? Be too different. I know, it's all posted online on armchairallamericans.com. With Harris, I think he's an okay tackler. He stays too high sometimes for me. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he's aggressive, but, um, yeah, the the tackling uh, Going in with the aggressiveness, I think, like, as a run defender, he's just okay. He can get stuck on blocks. He's he's working on them, but he gets stuck a bit. Takes some bad angles, misreads the plays a little bit. But in the passing game, I think his instincts are pretty good. Uh, I think he can do man and zone. Uh, I think the football IQ, the awareness is good. And like I said, I think he's just a little, he gets caught flat-footed when he's just like waiting there in zone and the receiver runs by him a bit. Mm-hmm. It's nice mm-hmm. It's nice knowing how good an athlete he is, though. Yeah. So if you can clean a couple things up, like I said, developmental, I th- down the I road, I think you get a good starting agree. safety out of Will Harris. Uh, 95th on my board Bradley with McDougal. a Bradley McDougal comp. I th- I, that's one of my. Uh, it's kind of strange that, but that I think that for me, Bradley McDougal will Harris comes from a run defender, but he's also an NFL player. So, well, I, uh, <laughs> it he, did. He's also yeah. He's been around. I love. I love Bradley McDougal. Go watch Bradley McDougal. Six is Darnell Savage, uh, and six. now this is a. So this is oh, where we're gonna completely start differing now. Okay. No, no, no. All right. Savage, like, uh, I have him in the mid- We are. I have him in the mid to late Because you're already so fucking wrong. I like him. Where do you have? You have a first round grade on That's way off. No, I don't have... But he's, he's in my Respect. top okay. 32 players. Uh, I, like, again, the great athlete. The four three six speed shows up. Yeah, he's he is a bullet. He's a bullet. Uh, like a solid tackler, like you said, bullet atta- bullet tackler, like so aggressive. Um both the run and the you know, the shallow pass plays. I think he works just angles really well, works off blocks really well. And like I said earlier, I think the the instincts are really high level. I think they're really underrated. He's Mm-hmm. I think uh, another thing is against I think Texas, like, I think he was the best I mean, player. He's always the, the best player on that defense. But Oh, like definitely, Ohio- definitely. He, uh, but he, the he's Ohio like a State game, he's not getting out class, splash plays. Offense. I'll say that. Um, but yeah, always trying to be involved in the yeah. play. I love the the awareness, the IQ, and like in again another guy. I think you can play him anywhere. I think he's better off closer to the line of scrimmage because of how good he is in the run. But uh, and he's really good at those rip short routes. He cleans those up like nothing in coverage. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of the safety group in general. Yeah, is put yeah, them in the for right sure. And I mean, there's a couple guys that got the versatility, play. but uh, I mean, it's a pretty deep. But like, it, it's not like guys you saw a lot like Derwin Mika, where you it's almost he, like play them yeah. wherever that the was hell like, you want. And mm-hmm. You're getting a Pro Bowl talent. Like the get the best out of these guys by playing them, and if they're a single high guy, put them yeah. there. If, That's why, like, I kind of liked calling Minka nickel just because I'm putting wherever the hell I want to put them. 
Yeah, yep. I, I agree. And the same same goes for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yeah, That's I don't want to peg him in at the safety. And his best nickel. pure spot might be at the nickel spot. I think it is too. So, I think it is at the nickel. Number spot. six. Um. Okay. Okay. Six All for right. me. Jonathan Abram, Mississippi State. Sixtieth uh, on my board. Um, I've got the Keanu Neal Pro Comp. Uh, if you remember when uh, Keanu Neal went seventeenth to the Falcons, yep. everyone was up in arms like they way overdrafted him. But uh, um, they knew exactly how to use him, and that is, I think, you get a really talented football player out of Abram if you put him in the exact right role. Uh, he's going to be the most physical player on the field, pretty much always. He's gonna, he can be a vocal leader. Um, yeah. He can miss tackles because he's over physical at times. I think he's a little tight in the hips, uh, and his ball skills aren't fantastic. But he's explosive. Um, and like, just play him around the line of scrimmage. Let him hunt. Uh, you can man him up on tight ends. Yep. I think that's a, a good way to use him. Um, I'm a Me fan. Me either, but, but I, I like just, in I, that I can't um, find him in the forties. I'll take him. I'll take him in the forties. Mm-hmm. To the right team again. Fit is everything. I, I, I number five that. is Juan Thornhill. Uh, from, uh, you UBA. got a five. Uh, congratulations, Virginia national champions. And they're going to do it in football next year, right, Rob? <laughs> Bryce Hall. Yeah, MVP. they got a Perkins at QB. Big Heisman. Yeah, they actually. Uh, I go in the mid, middle of the second round. Uh, obviously, you, you just love his athleticism. The testing was off the charts. Uh, shows up pretty good on the tape. Um, He's like he's raw, but he's almost like well-rounded. If that makes any sense, yeah. Uh, the ball skills are good mm-hmm. when the ball's in his hands too. He's really good with it. Uh, solid tackler. Another guy that I think works angles really well. Just like I don't know how to describe that. You know what I mean by working the angles, though, right? Like scooting off blocks. Just lots of guys yeah, end yeah. up getting stuck and like facing guys head on. Just knifing, if if that's a good word for it. Um, another guy that used he's used all over the place. Uh, overhang nickel. Box deep, and I think I don't know where would you play one? Just would you use them all over? I think, uh, yeah, if I were to peg him in a one spot just with the athleticism yeah. and the fluidity, probably a single high roll. Um, but he's a guy who I think, like, like you said, he played all over at uh, Virginia. I, I agree because more out of him playing him, but. In a couple spots. Almost if you but leave if, him again, single high, it lets him come downhill and do all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, But he's not one of the guys who I think, like I said with Abram, I think one specific role. Uh, I, but like, I agree. And like with, a lot of these guys, uh, you see them like they're, they're okay good in uh, short coverage or deep and the opposite they can't do. Thornhill does both well. So uh, that's, that's yeah. good. And like you said, single high, he's got solid mm-hmm. range. He's a solid run defender. Uh, you're banging on the athleticism. He's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting to see where he goes. I don't think he sneaks in the first round or anything. But middle of the second round, I think you're getting uh, really, really good value. Uh, five for me is Taylor Rapp from Washington, um, who is 58th on my board uh, <laughs> with an Antoine Bethea comp. Um, again, really solid football player. Does everything yeah. well. Nothing to an elite level though. Uh, love his instincts, love his physicality against the run. He's going to tackle you. I uh, think he is a little tight in the hips. Yeah. You've got some speed questions, but the agility is really, really nice, and that shows up, and that's why he's always finishing around the ball. I think he's just a really smart football player, and like, I don't think 
if you want a guy who's just not going to bust and is going to be a good football player for yeah, 10 years, in this group, that's your guy. Number four for me is uh, John Abram you got from Mississippi four? State. We talked about him pretty uh, quite a bit already. Uh, what haven't we said? I mean, like, he's just so fucking aggressive. Like you said, he's going to be the most physical guy on the field. He's such a tone setter. You're, you know what you're getting in that regard. Um, like we mentioned, he's he's a bit handsy at the top of the route. He's, he's, he's going to grab a bit. Um, like I want to keep him around the line of scrimmage. Although he, like you said, he can match up on tight ends, and he's got that four for one. That that's that's like kind of like the mm-hmm. extra X factor with him, and that that's what it was with Keanu Neal. Yeah, that when really you first throw on the tape, pick, you expect like uh, work out. him to just be that kind of guy, but then he's like surprisingly good at man coverage, and like like you said, athletic enough. Um, the the agility questions you see it on tape. He didn't do the drills. Um, he just seems a little tight when he's changing directions. Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah, get him in the right. And role I think that and you're yeah, the a, tightness a comes into not finishing love. tackles with the over aggressiveness. You know what I mean? Even though he he does it very well, it's just if he's just mm-hmm. a little bit better at that, he'd be a, a machine. Um, and again, the instincts are good. I, I liked Abram a lot. He's in. Uh, he's an early mid second round guy for me. And, like this this group is really tight for me. So. Yeah, like my three, four, five, six are all within yeah. seven spots of each other. Uh, four for me is Deontay Thompson from Alabama. Uh, 56 on my board with a Reggie Nelson comp. Um, yeah. My thing with Deontay Thompson, he started the year so strong, and like with each game, it was like mm-hmm. you, you came away with more questions than answers. You ended up having, like, he blew In a couple Oklahoma, coverages, right? especially uh, against. Yeah, and, and um, I love his ball skills, and I think he's got really fluid hips. But I don't, um, I, I don't single think you want to play yeah. him in anything outside of a single high roll. Uh, and he's gonna miss tackles. He's gonna shy away. He'll also make come down and uh, take up the mm-hmm. legs, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, this guy's aggressive." But other times, he's gonna like kind of dance around. Well. Someone else cleans up a tackle. Yeah, that uh, that happened more and more as the season went on. We al- we also didn't get really uh, athletic testing from him, um, but again, I think he's he can be a really good single high safety for a long time with the ball skills, the range, um, and the just instincts mm-hmm. in zone coverage yeah. specifically. I think that's they're awesome. I have Taylor Rapp here. Uh, um, we who do you have a lot. three? He just he just feels so clean, so well rounded. He's versatile, plays around well. He's a solid tackler. Uh, the instincts are really good. He does zone and man well. Uh, he, he reads and jumps routes so so good. Um, he's a feisty blitzer too, which is fun. Like <laughs> they blitz him a lot, and he's always coming downhill. And, uh, he doesn't get. To... Yeah, I mean, I think he, he'll do like whatever you, said, you ask him. Said, to he's do. the safest guy in the group. Ten year starter. Uh, I like your comp. Yeah, the most. Yeah. For sure. The most versatile. Uh, yeah, I saw your comp. See, you, you like my comp? Yeah. Did you say it already? No. Thank you. It's good, eh? I, I forgot. I, I don't listen yeah, to Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Three for me is Juan Thornhill from Virginia. Congrats, Virginia. DeAndre Hunter, the best player ever. Um, yeah. 53rd on my board. So, again, all these guys are really close. Um. With the Byron Jones comp, uh, I like his um, 
he he's got nice size. He's a, a lean, tall safety with elite athleticism, great range, explosive. Um, like you said, the the how did you put it? Yeah. His understanding of attacking angles. Uh, yes. It's a weird thing to have, but it's a really good thing to have. Uh, he's really fluid. I think you can play him man up. You can play him single high. Mm-hmm. You can uh, play him in the overhang role. I, I just think with his athleticism and um, uh, versatility and fluidity, you're getting a really good coverage guy who um, see honestly is if aggressive you were to enough. Have against any the six of these guys in like any order, I wouldn't fight anyone over it. I like these six guys. Me too. For different reasons, uh, but I like all six of them. And like I think all six can start in the NFL for a while, yep. just in the right right team. Speaking right of, fit, I have Deontay Thompson here, but I don't. Uh, who do you got it to? It's like almost like he's not the one I want to bet on, though. If that makes sense, right? I respect that. I'm maybe stupid, that's though. why he's fourth for me. He honestly, if if. He's I do the one too. I, think I, um, I trust the least. I actually, probably do too. Um, yeah, uh, what, you brought up a good point. What was it? Oh yeah, the the diving tackles. That's he does it so much. He's almost just like he falls at the feet sometimes. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it looks like a big hit, and then like other times, yeah. like he's not that aggressive, and is he just missing? <laughs> like, the, is it yeah. the Tedrick Thompson thing? And, like, he, which he needs scary to just hell. wrap up better too um, when he's tackling. Yeah. And I just like I said the the from the start of the season to the end of the season like the Louisville game the start is, of the season, is I very first good round safety and then is this fucking it's yeah. one of the best safety games and the ball skills are insane and like he he's what even coming up and he's more aggressive as a tackler and then like it's kind of as as you see more he's like kind of dancing around just not getting involved like you want yeah. especially at safety I get so antsy and fired up when I'm watching yeah. tape and it's like fucking take his head off. Well, like, not actually, but just get involved. That's why Taylor Rapp, Savage I feel so too. good about it. Um, he is always involved. Adderley, too, for that matter. But, I mean, different level. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like like you said, he's, yeah. the single high roll is going to be what he does because the range is really good. He's he's fluid in zone. Like, I don't know. He times the ball super well. And, like, the, like you said, the ball skills are good. But, yeah, it's just... More, him and Abram yeah. more than anybody I, I, the right yeah. fit. Yeah, they do. Um, I was going to say, it's just the question of what Deontay Thompson you're going to get. Is the the weeks one through three or the the playoff Deontay Thompson? Which, I mean, you much rather that be reversed, yeah, right? <laughs> Great playoff player. and Yeah, yeah most definitely. Uh, okay, number two for me is where I have Darnell Savage from Maryland. Um, 31st on my board with the greatest comp of all time. The greatest salute to a former Big Ten safety. You called him a bullet earlier, so. Um, Just. (laughs) Foreshadow. Yeah. (laughs) Foreshadowing. I understand. Uh, Aggressive. Physical. Going to hit you in the mouth. Uh, As explosive a safety as there is in the draft. Um, Like his his feet and his hips. He can come down. He can play nickel. He can play box. He can play single high if you really want him to. He can match up on tight ends, running backs, slots. Uh, he he can uh, he's got the range yep. to to play up top. Love his instincts. He's if if I were to like list five of my he's favorite players in the team. draft, he would most and definitely I mean, be on that list. Yeah. 
So like like, I, like, I, like the groupings here for Thornhill me just Savage. to go through it quickly. Savage is like a mid to late second guy. So like right there, uh, Thornhill solidly mid. Abrams early the mid second again. Raps early in the mid. Deontay's early in the mid, and Adderley my number one safety is like just early second. So like it's just such a fucking tight group from one to six for me. And like I said, any order you you give them mm-hmm. in, I, I respect it. as long as you're not like going over the top and saying this guy's a top fifteen player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're this guy's my number one safety. I have him in this. Yeah, like like. Uh, like, like I see Adderley. Adderley can get in range, one yeah. of the first, obviously, and like, yeah, like like him and Savage are both in my top mm-hmm. thirty-two. I don't have first-round grades on either of them, so I think yeah, yeah, they could go in the first round, and it makes sense. But um, like, I don't think there's any safety that you should be over the in this class. Even though I love some of these guys, the over-the-top pounding mm-hmm. the table yeah. top fifteen player type stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, Derwin James is the 17th been. pick in the draft. And, like, Derwin James was a top 10 player, no doubt. And, and like, I mean, hey, Minka didn't even go top 10. Yeah. I think Minka went 11th. And he was, he was my favorite player in the draft last year, one of my favorite all-time prospects. I think he was my number two player in the draft. Um, but, yeah. hey, anyway, both of us, Nasir Adderley, number one safety. Uh for many reasons, the aggressiveness, the uh, the the willingness against the run, yep. the instincts, um, the range, uh, the the zone coverage ability, the ball skills. Yeah, he's he's um, well built. I like his build a lot. I think he's like built like him and Rockison are two of the most like jacked up guys. Uh, DBs. Um, yeah, so he's twenty six on my board. It's a big comp with an Eric Weddle comp. Uh, I know. I know. Uh, Eric Wells was yeah, one of my favorite. I mean, you hit it. Like he's he's another guy um, that's just he's really ra- well rounded. Um, like the hips are fluid, the feet are good. Uh, like you said, aggressive in the run game, really good run defender, reads and reacts it well. Uh, the and he just he looks like a good athlete. He bites on the play action a bit, I think, but the, uh, so does Deontay Thompson. The range is really good. I, he's just he's pretty clean. It's just can he do all of it at the next level and. He was playing against, you know, Elon Lafayette, North Dakota State. I mean, North Dakota State's a powerhouse, but still. You know what I mean? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I still like him a lot. It sucks, because I like him and... Uh, I like them all. Like Savage. All it's almost like Deontay Thompson's my least favorite, but I have him second for the traits, right? <laughs> I know. It's just trust him the least. I think this safety talk okay, was getting, maybe our better. best positional talk uh, ever. Uh, we just set the bar really low and just got yeah. A just wait for these terrible today uh, and running on two hours of sleep. So, whoa, whoa, whoa mine's sick. Because <laughs> hey, when you only have to make one pick for a team, it's a good day. Soccer, baseball. Uh, you okay. know what else is good, AJ? Gambling. Oh, gambling on soccer. Uh, and ever since I started this podcast, you know what? I've been telling people, head on down to my bookie so you can bet away your money. Uh, it makes sports a slightly more enjoyable to watch. And when when you go to my bookie, use the promo code HEAVEN25 uh, for a 50% sign-up bonus. And, uh, or, one or the other. Claiming up to $1,000 in free play. Okay. I'm not one or the other. You're getting something here. Uh, so do it. And you know what else we're going to do? We're going to do NFC North Talk. Uh, NFC North draft talk, the only kind of talk you should do about the NFC North. <laughs> Burn. Uh, and, hey, we're going to start with the Bears, who 
First round, no pick. They got Cleo Mack. Pretty, Second pretty. round, no pick. They got Anthony Miller. Pretty good. I think you should be pretty happy with that. So you've already won the draft, Bears fans. You got a defensive player of the year candidate and a, a potential future thousand-year yeah. receiver. I'll say it. Yeah, sure. Um, so that leaves you with just the 87th pick. Okay, since they only have one pick, I had to get them a, the a good football player. One of my favorites. <laughs> really? I did it for some teams. But you've got them a bad I football did it. player I did, here. You know, if they, like, yeah, had more picks. Well, you gotta you gotta bite the bullet with that. <laughs> Take Rashawn Gary. Fifth. I got the much. Sorry, red wine. Do we have the same pick? Fuck me. Fuck. Oh my I God. got them Sheldrick Webb red wine. It is. Wine. I know. <laughs> it's a really good fit. It's like because two two things you're looking at. Here. Well, no. first of all, they don't have that many holes overall. Like you could argue on offense, like running back, but you're. I don't think that you're getting. Take one at seven with Mike Davis and Tariq Cohen, and like yeah. If you listen to our episode uh, of the starters last week, we did and running back fits, and we'll see. Uh, we both had the Bears landing someone. You will have to listen to find out who, though. But uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then with with the defense, it's like uh, you've, you Hicks is an All Pro, and then you've got a rotation of like four other guys who can play snaps. For you, so it's not you like a massive need. Uh, linebacker, yeah. you're set on off ball and with the edges. And then DB, yeah. you you lost uh, Adrian Amos. Yep. And you lost uh, Bryce Callahan. So yep. let's get a guy who can play either of those roles. Yeah. Like was that that was just your exact thinking, right? Like this is the this is the first guy who came to mind when I was yeah, like, not I think it's a perfect fit. I it's think be red wine. I think it's perfect. I don't know what they I don't know what else you want here, Rob. Because I mean, you got. Okay, you signed Ha Ha Good value. It actually he's sucks, but people nothing, think he's good. So, like, yeah, so it doesn't matter. So, you're either running with Eddie Jackson and Ha Ha as your starting safeties, uh, and then you can go with Prince yep. of Mukamara and um, Kyle Fuller at corner, and yep. then Redwine over Buster Screen at nickel, or you run Buster Screen at nickel, put Redwine over Ha Ha at safety. Yeah, or, or some like this year you start Redwine that, at and, like, nickel, that's a good group. If you don't like. Haha, and if you like Redwine better at safety, obviously don't bring him back and you move Redwine. Like, mm-hmm. it just it gives you two options. And like, at, obviously, snap to snap, uh, you can alternate. Maybe your right? biggest so, concern entering the year. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> Far. we're maybe smart. We, we should be Ryan Pace. Okay, on to the Detroit Lions, who pick eight in forty third. No pick in the third because they traded to the Patriots because they needed to move up for Deshaun. <laughs> Uh, at number eight, uh, I know this this has been a pairing for a while now. I think mock drafters have moved away from it, but I think it still makes a lot of sense, even with signing Trey Flowers. Uh, Montez Sweat from Mississippi State. Uh, another guy, you can play him at the, uh, like, the outline. I, I don't know. They were, running, they were running a weird defense, like a multiple defense last year, and I think. Yeah, they, they, they uh. I think with the, like the best edge they could end up with, yeah. to be honest, might be Josh Allen, just because they they like yeah. like to play one guy who can play inside out, Trey Flowers, and then one guy who can kind of be an off ball yeah. and an edge, which they did with uh, Montez Sweat's a big year. upgrade from Devon Kennard. I think he can do both. Like if you really ask him to do it, he's better with the hand in his dirt. But um, either way, you're getting a freaky athlete. That's that's helps with be able to do both. And uh, you need to you need a more edge. I know Flowers is there, but yeah, he's. He's the, the inside-out guy. Anyways, at 43, I got them a corner. Uh, kept in-state. Got them Justin Lane from Michigan State. 
Uh, I think he complimented Darius Slay pretty well. There's not too much there at corner. They got themselves their nickel by sending Justin Coleman. Uh, get your other corner. Um, and suddenly your secondary starting to come together. Uh, lucky for me in the Lions is uh, Quinn and Williams is still <laughs> available. So I just... Sorry, everybody else. The Lions got Quinn and Williams here. The best player in the draft at eight. Um, yeah, so you, you get Quinn and Williams that automatically now your defensive line becomes uh, Trey Flowers, Deshaun Hand on the edge with Devon Kennard and that more rush uh, in yeah. hand inside. But you also have Snacks and Quinn and Williams inside, which is like freaking awesome. Uh, so that's awesome. And then 43rd, you signed Jesse James. He sucks if you didn't know. So go get Irv Smith Jr., the tight end from Alabama. He can play in line. He, he blocks really well. Uh, he can, he can uh, play in the How about 88? just makes your offense better. Since you let me talk 88. They have the Eagles, don't they? They don't have a third-round pick. <laughs> you think so, yeah. Really? Uh, sure? Did I miss that? Maybe okay. I'm fucked. No, they have the Eagles, 88th overall. 88th. Uh, the Golden Tate pick. 80th? Okay. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I got Jay Sternberger, the tight end from so Texas A&M. I don't know where the tight ends yeah, are going right. to go. He's he's anyways, the pick doesn't exist, and he's here. So, Okay, uh, 88. <laughs> this is fun. Uh, you don't think going to be there for me. For real? Um, hey. I think there's going to be a run on tight ends. Like, the for first, sure. like I think Fant I think and Hawkinson are... Both probably going to end up in the first yeah. round. And then Ir- Ir- Irv's yeah. not getting out of like probably the top 45. And then it's like Dawson, Knox, and Sternberger are the next two guys. So I think that put like they yeah, probably it's gonna be interesting the 70s to just see how they need. all. Like, I think those, like Irv and Fanton, Hawk, I think I know where they're all going. And I think Knox is the next one probably. But yeah, after that's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of varying opinions yeah. league wide on tight ends this year. Anyways. Yeah, I agree. Uh, at 88, Berg, uh, the Lions need corner help. <laughs> there you uh, go. David Long, like keep it. him in state, copying your idea. Uh, I don't know if he'll be there because yeah. I, I think he he's worth going earlier, mm-hmm. um, especially depending on how the corners fall. But it gives yep. you a, a guy who can play inside or outside, really good in press, um, and just a really smart DB. Fits like, I know they're not the Patriots, but they're trying I like, to be. I like the Fits pick. what I think the Patriots would like in a corner. Uh, the experts say Daniel Jeremiah has them taking Rashawn Gary eighth. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Matt Miller has them taking Rashawn Gary eighth. And Mel Kiper, because your uncle Mel Mel. has Montez Sweat. (laughs) Uh, The Packers pick twelfth and eightieth, forty fourth, and seventy (laughs) fifth. Okay, Green Bay Packers. The whole uh, at twelve. I think it's a bit of an enigma spot. I have the tight ends already gone. I mean, not before 12, but in this <laughs> experiment. So, uh, they're not doing that there. Joan Williams is still on the board. They need offensive line help. Uh, who's who's the shitty one? Lane Taylor? I mean, either. I mean, and the Bulaga. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Bulaga is so, always injured. Exactly. Injured Williams is a plug and so play at the guard that, spot, too. and you can look ahead to filling Bulaga's shoes. I think if he's there, they love that pick. Uh, at 30th, I, I went in a little different here, Robbie. I got them Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma. I think it makes sense that 
with these three picks, they got to mm-hmm. come away. Or, sorry, with their... No, actually, with their first three picks. One too. of those You'll picks see, has to be spent on a pass catcher. Or at least one of those but anyways, I, I think that fit for Hollywood would be really cool. They don't have that true speed burner uh, down downfield guy. They had the high weight speed guys. But that article, we don't know if Aaron Rodgers likes them or not. So, uh, yeah, apparently. Um, he hates them, actually. We know anyways, that. Anyways, uh, but, you know, those, they were sixth-round picks, fifth-round picks last year. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why I'm not saying their names, but I'm not going to now. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. But you get a big name in Hollywood Brown, baby. Let him be that burner. I think as you're moving forward in this whole process, you obviously went out and spent big money on the defense in free agency for the first time in history. Uh, keep putting pieces around Aaron Rodgers. As he ages, he's not going to be able to do the Superman stuff. you got to actually help him out. And speaking of doing so, at 44, I got the Merv Smith from Alabama, the tight end, which I think is another good fit. They, uh, who they have Mercedes and Jimmy Graham. That's not lasting too long there. Uh, I think Irv is a good fit for their offense. Um, am I going to tell you why? No, go fuck yourself. And at 75th, a guy that neither of us thinks is going to be there. <laughs> But I don't know where he's going to go. I, I think we both like him more than the NFL does. Maybe not anymore. He was some, he, Brian Burns. No, Brian Savage, Burns. Maryland. Uh, he might. He's not going to be there. I don't think so. I, I think know, he's man. a top 50 law. We'll see. 75, it's not too much of a stretch. Uh, I think that would be a, a really fun fit besides Adrian Amos. Uh, they're both pretty versatile guys. They can play both roles. I think that's cool. Uh, and then suddenly their secondary is scary if they put yep. that together, I think. Uh, I went with, for the yeah. Packers, 12th. Take Noah Fant, the Iowa tight end. Um, gives you Jimmy Graham, but way <laughs> way better at this point. He, he actually tries to block and does a pretty good job at it. Uh, he can play him in line or in the slot, and he's going to be a great red zone target for Rodgers. 30th, same idea mm-hmm. as your Jonah Williams pick, but I'm doing it with Dalton Reisner. Uh, you can play him inside... Uh, early and then yep. when Balaga is probably gone after the year. Also, if he goes down, tackle. Sorry, uh, they have a lot of offensive line. De- yeah, yeah, yeah. If he goes down to, they have a lot of offensive line depth, but like not a lot of like. I think they have a lot of guys agree, you'd be happy yeah. with as a backup, but not a starter. So I think getting a starter here would be really helpful going forward. Forty uh, fourth, I have them going receiver as well, uh, and getting a, a, a true slot in Paris Campbell. Who yep. I the NFL might like way more than we do. Me I also either. don't wouldn't take him even this high. I just think it makes sense um, getting Lafleur a motion type guy who he can uh, kind of like how he used to also like young Randall year, Cobb, way better you know version I mean? of that, I mean, but faster. Yeah, yeah, like he's gonna be your jet sweep guy, your motion guy. He's going to you get him involved in screens. He's really great after the catch. He's not going to stretch the well, field for you. He can uh, pretend to do so just running straight down the field. I tell you that. Not catching them, but doing it. Yeah. yeah I, um, but, yeah, I like uh, playing him in the slot with Devontae Adams as your one and then uh, see, either I, EQ. I Brown, don't like Paris Campbell very much, but I think that, that pick makes sense. Yeah, I like. I would rather do that pick at seventy five yeah. though, but I just don't think that may, like he yep. would actually be there because they value him more than we do. Uh, and then so at seventy five, I, I went with Kalen Saunders from Western Illinois. Get a guy who can come in play five tech. He's got some Jarrell Casey to his game. Uh, then you you roll like with Kenny that. Clark, Mike Daniels, and him as your three man yep. front. A lot of lot of athleticism, quickness, and uh, the motor, experts. So. Uh, okay. 
The experts. DJ has oh, them going no offense. Eric that. McCoy. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, Matt Miller has them going okay. Ed Oliver and Nasir Adderley. Yeah. I mean, if Ed Oliver's there. Uh, Mel, Uncle Mel has them going DK Metcalf and Noah Fant. Sick, Uncle Mel. Okay, Minnesota they need Vikings off lineup, obviously. I think, uh, to me, he's a, he's a slight reach, but he's a good football player. Dalton Reisner, we already talked to you, talked about him. Uh, inside, outside. And he can, yeah, he can play yeah, anywhere. It's they need just a mess. Someone you, like O'Neal's one tackle, and that's all about. And Alfine, you got at center. That's all about you. You got figured out. Uh, at 50, speaking of inside-outside ability, I got them LJ Collier from TCU. I think that that's a sneaky fit I kind of love. Be- because, go ahead. Um, I, 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 I like his eventual replacement for Everson Griffin. And then you can yeah, also that's, play him exactly uh, my Exactly my downs. idea. Uh, inside on passing downs, yeah. uh, you got Everson in to start. But yeah, eventually replacement for Everson too. I think that's a great fit, and he wore he wore purple, and so did uh, Dalton Reisner. So keep doing that. <laughs> and at eighty one, I got them uh, their slot receiver, big slot guy. I almost didn't want to do it because the same school as Laquan. I didn't want to be mean to him. AJ Brown, Ole Miss. He should be, yeah. Right. Won't be there, but I don't know if eighty one. Uh, I I think he's a he's in my oh, top right. sixty five. But yeah, the NFL apparently likes him a lot more than we do. So. Even that at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Plus, they have Chad Beebe, so it's like, do they need one? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And Jeff Bidette. Jeff Bidette Hive. Uh, okay, for me, I had them taking the best offensive lineman available, mm-hmm. even though it's a center and they have Pat Alfline. Take care of Bradbury. He's a top 10 player on my board. I think he, he's the type of guy who can make the entire offensive line better yeah. in a similar way to Quentin Nelson with the Colts. Um, yeah. Elfline played guard at Ohio State as well. Uh, he, I think he was starting uh, yeah. guard for two years before making the shift to center. Uh, same thing Billy Price did. Um, so I think you, you can roll yep. Bradbury at center, kick Elfline uh, to guard, and it just makes the whole line better. At 50, I got you your slot. Um, I went with Nicole Hardman from Georgia. He uh really good yak guy who stretches the field too. He can be, be a deep man or your underneath man and do damage. Uh Punt return ability as well. He's a really tough and he's been dude. guy. I like more and more as I see him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm media. <laughs> and then eighty one, uh, they they need somebody to um, not maybe full time replace what uh, Sheldon Richardson did last year at three tech, but at least like you you said, passing downs. You you got Collier doing it. I mean, get Gerald Willis from the U to come in. Uh, Maybe not be your every down three tech to yep. start, but on passing downs, I like, I like what you're getting in him. Um, especially, yeah, uh, like you, you've got a couple guys who have depth ability there, um, but sticking a true uh, gap yeah, shooting three tech next to Linval Joseph seems fun to me. Uh, and then the experts say, oh, DJ okay. says Devin Bush. I mean,. No, it was before. I think it was before guess, free yeah. agency, and he thought they were going to lose Anthony Barr. I guess, but like also no. not the same similar player. Yeah. To Anthony Barr, very similar player to Eric Kendricks, actually. Uh, Matt Miller has them going Andre Dillard. 
the Washington just, tackle and Mel Kiper Uncle Mel has him going Jonah Williams. Both those. See, yeah, I, I think they should get another offensive yeah. lineman either at fifty uh, or eighty one, but or <laughs> all three. Or both. Yeah, like, hey, for me, it's just Texans, like I didn't your have the, the right value for either of those picks, right? Doing this thingy. Yeah, you know, I get that. Uh, but that's going to be it from us today. Let's, I, let's just keep saying one that. One of the best like episodes ever. I'll say it. Uh, I'm, I'm one of, I, my legs started cramping up, so I had to get out of my seat. I'm just on my knees right now, leaning on my desk. So, it's been that kind of day on very, very little sleep and very many yeah. coffees. Maybe I should do this every time we record. Uh, but, hey, follow me on Twitter mm-hmm. at RobPaulNFL because I'm more important than AJ. Follow AJ at AJMarchese13. Go to armchairallamericans.com. You can read uh, my top 10 safest and riskiest uh, players in the draft. My top 10. Overrated, underrated. Uh, yeah. Would have been writing. Uh, overrated, underrated. Uh, hopefully around this time tomorrow you're reading the deepest positions ranked in the draft Uh, (laughs) all this stuff you want to read about the draft by me oh read about Josh Rosen versus Kyler Murray the Cardinals conundrum that one I put a lot of work into Uh, and follow armchair at ACL Americans Uh, yeah Uh, and uh, get off the mound yeah yeah, just keep plugging 